Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This week, we are going to be talking about sympathy. Wait, no, no, no. the other one. The one that's like sympathy, but it's not sympathy. What is it, Matt? Empathy. <laughs> empathy. There you go. That's the one. What does that mean again? A shot's got the memory of a goldfish. Or, no, or he's I don't. just he's just trying to be really funny today. I don't know. I was trying to be kind of funny. Did it work? Um, no, I have no empathy towards your your funniness, your bullshit. Uh, again, I don't know what empathy means unless you tell me. So All right. I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I know you used it in a sentence already, so I, I think I can spell it E M P A T H Y. Ooh, that's good. I know, I know, but I still don't know what it is. So define it, please. All right, empathy. The ability to understand and share the feelings of another. What what, is, what does that have to do with anxiety, Matt? Why are we talking about this? Is the anxiety podcast not it's, the? It's about to be the, the. It's about to be feelings. The, <laughs> it's about to be the empathy podcast. <laughs> the manpathy. No, it starts with an E. We can do empathy. Fine, the empathy. You know, it's not just one man. No man's an island. Men, women, humans, everybody. Children sometimes have anxiety. I don't know. And now you're just throwing out random words. I don't think those are random. <laughs> those are clearly in a pattern. But all right, um, all right, empathy. Why we're talking about empathy is because not only do we want somebody to be empathetic when we are going through anxiety, right? We don't want somebody to just say, "Hey, fuck you, suck it up," you're, you know, whatever, right? Especially if you're having a really bad day. But also, like, if you're empathetic towards other people and you understand that they're also going through a lot, and you can kind of put yourself in their shoes for a little bit. Uh, It's a really valuable tool to kind of realize that everybody is feeling like probably heightened stress, especially due to like the pandemic and everything else. And if you can take a step back and when you're interacting with people, like treat them with more empathy and just kind of understanding about what they may be going through, it can help you also like feel that like not alone, I guess. No, that's that's a very good point. Um I mean, I think realizing that other people go through things as well, right? Whether it's anxiety or um, whatever other feelings there are, right? Like anger or, you know, people get depressed sometimes or whatever it is. Um, realizing that other people go through this and empathizing with them. Uh, I mean, it helps, right? It makes you feel less lonely. Uh, especially... Again, we've talked about how anxiety, like you always feel like you're the only one going through this. Um, you know, no one else has gone through this before. You're, you know, you're special because you're going through this. Uh, but like special in a bad way, not special in a good way. Usually that's how we feel. Um, having someone empathize with that, uh, one, can make you feel better, right? Because they can be there for you. They can realize, you know, what you need, how how you're feeling, uh, you know, if you have, uh, we've talked about like social anxiety and all that, like if you have social anxiety and someone knows it, maybe they can uh, uh, not put you in situations that are going to give you anxiety or uh, do things to help, right? Or if you act a certain way, they know that you're going through this, they empathize with you and um, uh, and, and can, you know, make you feel better or whatever it is. Or at least like they can make sure that they're not getting mad or getting sad or getting whatever because they realize that you're acting a certain way because of your anxiety 
Um, and alternatively, the same thing, right? If you know someone else doing it, um, you empathize with someone else when they're going through something, uh, it can make you feel closer to them. But it might also help with your anxiety, right? You can realize that, hey, someone else is going through the same thing I am. Uh, maybe you can provide help to them, which will also help you as well. Yeah, certainly. Sometimes just taking control of the situation for yourself to help another person can actually really lessen your anxiety. Like a lot of times, let's say I'm at a party and I'm having like some kind of social anxiety, right? I'm just like not really feeling it. I don't, I'm a little bit antisocial today. And all of a sudden there's an emergency and like somebody cuts their hand or something, right? And they need it bandaged up. Well, all of a sudden, like I'm not thinking about what's going in my head anymore. It's now actionable. It's like I need to help this person, right? This person now needs help. Let me like help out and try and like take control of the situation and like, you know, get their hand bandaged up or whatever the situation is. So sometimes like that stuff can help you not think about your problems, like live in the present moment. But uh, one example I wanted to highlight is like, let's say, for instance, you know, because we we're talking a little about social anxiety, right? Let's say you're like in a group of with your coworkers or your friends, and you know, somebody's a little bit more on the shy side. Well, what you can do is you can like highlight them to the group, or maybe if they're new to the group, you can introduce them to the group for everyone, right? Hey, everybody, this is my buddy, a shot. He, you know, works at this really great company doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, he's super cool. Um, yeah, you know, what do I do, Matt? Where do I work? I don't want to tell people where you work and what you do. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, the, the point of it is like that you can kind of like bridge that gap with people. So like, you know, if, if I invite someone to do a party I'm throwing and like they don't know anybody, I, I go around and I'll introduce them to everybody. So they don't have to do it, right? Because it can be so awkward. It's just like somebody new comes in like, hey, bro, what's up? And they're like high-fiving people and like, yeah, let's let's take shots and whatever. And you're just sitting there like, I don't know who this guy is. And like, I really don't want to like walk up to him like, Hi, my name is Slim Shady. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, you know, so like, it, it just like help out other people because it, it's stressful for other people in different situations. And if you're already like beyond that point where you're not like the shy person anymore, you know what it's like to be shy, right? Like, I know what it's like, which is why I help people in those situations. Or, you know, in like a team meeting, like if somebody did a good job, I'll like really highlight them, especially if they don't get a lot of like praise from like the team, just like in general, like if our team's not very praise heavy. You know, I'll just be like, hey, thank you, Ashat. You know, Ashat did a great job. It was his idea. You know, just like make make them feel good as well because you want to feel good and you like it when other people do it to you. And it's just like, you know, everybody's going through crazy shit, man. Like <laughs> life's tough. Well, see, wouldn't that be considered sympathy, though? Because you have experienced it as well. Right. Isn't empathy where like you may not have experienced something, but someone else does and like you're um you feel for them right like you all right well the definition of sympathy is feeling of pity and sorrow for someone else's misfortune so interesting yeah i mean it, it, you could definitely like feel sympathy for always... somebody in this situation you're like yeah i feel bad that maybe they're a little more shy so let, i think it's like a combination of both it's kind of like a um like a Snickers bar. It's got a lot of different components, you know? <laughs> no, because I always, the, the way that I always, like, sort of differentiated between the two, right, sympathy and empathy was sympathy is when you have gone through something that someone else is going through as well. And so you, like, uh, you can speak to it, right? Like, you know how they feel because you've gone through it. 
Whereas I always thought empathy was more like you may not have gone through something that someone else is going through, but you realize that, uh, you know, it's whether it's something sad or good or whatever, and you can be happy for them or you can be sad, you know, sad with them or like help them in some way without knowing it. But interesting. Gotcha. I guess it's kind of like we're going to kind of touch on both then. Because um, different parts well, I mean, of it. You might you know. be right. I'm, I, I may have just lived my whole life not knowing the real difference. What color is the sky? Green. I fucking oh. knew it. <laughs> what color are eggs? Uh, white. I thought you were going to also say green eggs and ham or some shit, but they can kind of be white. They're like white and yellowish, but, uh, True. yeah, I mean, overall, like the, the layman's Here, term hold of on. it. Yeah. So sympathy versus sympathy. I'm looking at the Merriam-Webster dictionary, right? Mm-hmm. Sympathy is when you share the feelings of another. Empathy is when you understand the feelings of another, but do not necessarily share them. Yeah. So I was right. Screw you, Matt. I don't know where you're getting your urban dictionary definitions from, but but the real definitions are different. I so, my, so Merriam-Webster definition of sympathy: Google. an affinity, association, or relationship between persons or things, wherein whatever affects one similarly affects the other. Mutual or parallel susceptibility or condition brought about, brought about by it. Uh, whereas empathy is the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experiences of another of either the past or present without having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in, a, in an objectively explicit manner. You're not being very empathetic to, towards me at the moment. That's that's all I got to say. <laughs> no, uh, that's, that's good. I mean, it brings up like a whole different topic which is like sometimes you may not have the exact definition of something and you just got to kind of roll with it right um yeah we just lie lie to all of our listeners for uh about 10 minutes until nah bro you if know you... we we figure out the real definition right, and then now right, hold on, we hold, can on actually hold on hold on hold on have a the here. full episode about empathy hold on you know what it means a little trick if you type define colon and then a word into google it will give you the definition it's like the most common definition and i guess this is pulling it from like oxford languages or something the ones that i read interesting i don't know i don't Uh, know where google pulls it from anyway whatever it doesn't matter empathy now now we know what empathy means we can talk about it but no it, it, it is true right like um like good example of how you as someone with anxiety can empathize right is you know, if, if someone else is having anxiety, but they're having symptoms that maybe you've never had, right? I mean, you've both had anxiety, but like maybe they're experiencing something that you haven't. You can empathize with them and you know what else works, right, to help ease anxiety. So maybe you can help them out by offering those the same advice, right, or the same methods or whatever it is. Um, yeah, empathy is... Empathy is an important thing to have, I think. And I think there's there's not enough empathy in this world right now. And I think if there were more, we would have less people, one, with anxiety, I think. Because, you know, if you're experiencing something and someone knew you had anxiety or were feeling anxious about it and they, you know, they they could empathize with it 
and maybe change what they're doing or what they're saying or whatever it is, you, you would have less anxiety, right? So we would just, overall, there would be less anxiety in the world. But even outside of that, just like outside of the realm of anxiety, if we think about people empathizing, right? Like uh, maybe like the a boss empathizing with uh, their employees, right? And realizing that, hey, you know, all this work I'm giving them, um, you know, maybe it's stressing them out. But, you know, you as a boss, many bosses may not recognize that and just keep adding on the work and then not know why someone quit or why someone's not doing well or whatever it is. Um, or similarly, you know, if the rich empathize more with, you know, the poor, right? Um, or, you know, those more fortunate empathize more with those less fortunate, we would have, uh, I think, a greater understanding of of other people, of each other, and it would help us just as, as humans and as people, like, advance more, right? We wouldn't have, like, these people at the very top who do something thinking, thinking that they're doing the right thing where there's all these, like, people on the bottom that are, like, you know, none of that is actually helping us. You guys are, you know, you guys have all these things. Um, and we don't have anything or very little. Um, but you guys keep telling us that, hey, hard work and this and that will get you here. Um, so I think empathy, you know, in a lot of different applications is is just a positive yeah definitely you know the more that you can try to relate to other people and see it from what their perspective would be and you know it's like a shot said right like you may not have actually lived that particular event but when it comes to um donations right to a lot of social causes you're really displaying empathy right you're like i don't know what it's like to be that that person or that group of people um but I imagine that it sucks, right? For like, especially like what was going on in in Armenia uh, previously when we were talking about donating to that cause and then like, you know, the BLM movement and all this stuff going on in America. It's just like, like, dang, like it would really suck if somebody always treated me like I was different um, and those types of things. And if you just imagine real quickly what that would feel like and try to like really visualize it, um, you'll realize that it's not fun, Right. And that'll kind of help you, you know, you'll never be able to truly understand somebody else's life because you can't actually live a day in their life, right? You can't actually like swap lives with them. It's not Freaky Friday and you can't like wake up in somebody else's body. If you can and we don't know about it, by by all means, please share us how to do it. Like, that'd be cool, you know? I don't know about that. It'd be cool for like a day. I I wouldn't want to live Matt's life. Oh, God, no, not my life. (laughs) I don't want to live my life either. Why do you think I want to switch? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, with, with empathy, uh, really, it comes down to like listening and making sure that you're listening to somebody, what they're what they're telling you, how they're feeling and not just like, hey, that's cool. Like I'm waiting for my turn to respond. So if you Google like how to get better at empathy, there's a lot of like um, emotional intelligence, all these like different factors that, that businesses kind of like are trying to push now because it's just crazy. You know, everybody's like stressed out and you're like, well just work harder that we know that doesn't really work. So, you know, especially if it's like shot mentioned, if it's like a boss 
and you're like, hey, I need to take PTO because like something happened to my family or like, you know, my, my kid's going to be born or whatever. And if your boss is not like, that's great, like take time off, like I hope you feel better. And instead they're just like, that's not important, <laughs> right? Like I don't, I don't, I don't care about your, your kid being born or something, then you're, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. No, that was, that was a good point you brought up though. Uh, you know, when the, I mean, the BLM movement is still happening, but you know, when there were all the, uh, the protests last year, there were so many people that I feel like didn't, didn't understand, right? They were like, you know, why, why are they going out protesting? Why are they doing this? Why are they that? Um, you know, the coronavirus is still around. Why does it not apply to them or whatever the case is, right? And there were a lot of people that, that had the sentiment, but you know, a lot of the, a lot of these people were, were people that I feel like couldn't empathize with them, right? Didn't realize like how it must feel to be, you know, someone of color and, you know, go, go out and not feel safe, right? Not feel safe in public, not feel safe by the police or by law enforcement who's supposed to be protecting you, right? We all live in this bubble, especially, you know, I don't, I don't want to say we're all privileged, but especially, you know, if, you know, we're a little bit better off maybe, or, uh, you know, have a different skin color or have a different religious uh, background or whatever it is. No, we don't realize that in some cases there is privilege there where, you know, we can walk out of our house and feel safe. We can talk to a police officer or get stopped and not worry about something happening. And I mean, like, personally, you know, I'm, 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 I mean, like, I guess I'm kind of white race wise, but like, I'm not like really white, right? I'm Armenian. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been stopped before. And I've I felt obviously not to that same extent, but I felt what it feels like to like have a cop stop you and like be afraid of cops, right? And that's sort of still ingrained in me. Even even today, if a cop stops me, I I, I don't feel like it's not like I'm feeling safe, right? Or that like hey these uh, these people are here to like help. And maybe it's getting a little bit better. But like when I was young, uh. You know, I've gotten stopped before uh, for no reason, right? I, I used to have, like, a shaved head and a beard, but I I just got stopped for no reason. Like, the cop literally, like, pulled next to me, looked at me, and then, like, pulled behind me and stopped me. And then they came up with some bullshit excuse of why they stopped me, and then they ended up impounding my car because, well, one, they, like, sat me on the sidewalk with handcuffs, and they searched the whole car, Um and then they ended up impounding the car. And it was because of some mix-up at the DMV, but something that they would have never known if they hadn't stopped me, right? And the reason they stopped me was because they said that I looked like a gangster, right? Because I had a shaved head and uh, and a beard. So, you know, again, like for me, it was more of like sympathy when that movement was happening because I had gone through it. But for a lot of people that haven't, you know, having empathy uh, would have helped you realize like what these people were feeling, why they were feeling the way they were feeling and help you relate to them maybe in some way or relate to the cause at least. And it's the same thing with, oh, you know, with any movement that happens, right? 
or with with anything that's going on that maybe you're not going through yourself or haven't gone through you know we need to have some level of empathy to recognize that you know what other people are going through and to understand it right and to maybe help with their cause or you know whatever it is maybe even have a conversation with them right if you feel empathy towards someone or something you can ask them questions and like understand it more um and uh yeah i mean i think i don't know where i was going with that but anyway <laughs> empathy good <laughs> do it it's it's, <laughs> it's it's all good yeah i was just gonna say real quick like I'm i'm really sorry that you had that experience like with the cops you know just because you were you were profiled by the way that you were looked and then you know it, it, it ended up being like this issue where your car got impounded all this stuff right like that's just that's such a terrible experience to have to go through and and like you said it really kind of ingrains in you even further that you're like i can't trust the people that are around me to protect me um even though you know maybe not every person is like like that and not every experience is like that but it just sucks that you went through something like that right and yeah i mean what you said was really important as well that it's like sympathy is kind of easy because if you've gone through something similar right like i've had like negative interactions with cops when i was younger because i like got into a lot of fights but not to the same extent of you right so for me it's like i don't really have sympathy towards it but now i'm trying to build that empathy and put myself in your shoes and imagine what it's like to be you know maybe in college which is probably when this happened right and like you know i'm rolling around in my car next thing you know i get pulled over and i'm like i didn't do anything wrong right it's like it's almost like somebody's calling you a liar when you know you didn't do anything wrong and they're like trying to convince you you're a liar no no you did this thing no no no. You, you're looking you're looking at me funny you know your taillight was out whatever right um so it's got to be really exhausting to to have those types of interactions and yeah you know it's like sympathy if you've already gone through it, it can be kind of easy, right? You're like, yeah, man, you know, fuck the police. I had something happen to me. But it may not be the the exact situation that you went through. And just remember that when you are being empathetic towards somebody, not to kind of start to equate your own experiences, right? So if if a shot was telling us like, you know, this like really emotional story about the, the cop, you know, you want to say, I'm, I'm really sorry that happened. You know, like, how do you feel now type of thing? right like like let let them have the floor you don't want to go yeah man once time a cop pulled me over and like i spit on him because whatever or something right it's like <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't help um it doesn't like further help like a shot feel better if you're just making it all about yourself and i know we do that a lot unless that's something that i was looking for right like unless i was looking to you know feel better by having some humor or something <laughs> whatever the case is but yeah no i completely agree in most cases it's like you know, if someone is feeling a certain way and you're trying to be empathetic towards them, you want to let them express themselves and talk and you want them to be, I don't want to say center of attention, but you want them to to continue talking, right? To continue being themselves and, you know, talking about what they want. You don't want to butt in and sort of throw your own and experiences or whatever, your own stories in there and belittle, belittle theirs, right? Or make them feel small or whatever it is yeah definitely so you know some things with that um with the empathy side of it is you know you want to make sure that you're listening you want to make sure that you're not kind of just butting in to tell them what what you want you're not 
um, using like crazy open-ended sentences, like, you know, like, well, do you feel better now or whatever? It's just like, ask them, you know, like simple things so they can like keep the conversation going, right? Especially if you're actually curious. Um, you know, you can use humor, go with the flow type of stuff and like, yeah, just be like, be like the shoulder for them to lean on and, you know, maybe cry on if you're in that situation, right? Like life can be very tough for people and you're not really going to understand everything but if you try your best to understand some things you'll make it further right like if you've ever had a bad day and you've been really anxious and you call up somebody and you go hey shot i'm having a really bad day can, I, can you talk for a few minutes right he goes well you know i also had a really bad day today you know like some guy cut me off whatever you're like fuck okay like this isn't gonna help me <laughs> now we gotta sit here and listen to him talking about his bs yeah why, why do you think i never call mad about any of my problems it's because he loves to talk and like I'll mention something and then he'll go off for two hours on a tangent about something else. That's why this podcast works so well, though, because we always have someone to talk. I'm, I'm just kidding. I do actually talk to Matt about stuff because he's not like that uh, when well, he does go on tangents, but he also lets me, lets me talk. So it works out and I'm not a big talker anyway. So um, it's usually a one sided conversation in most cases. And in most cases, I'm also trying to leave and go to sleep, but he doesn't empathize with that. And he just keeps talking. I am trying to be a lot more aware of people's time because they have other <laughs> things to do. No, like in, in a lot of things, just my personal life and my professional life, just like, hey, you know, like not everybody has the same time or the same energy or the same commitment that I do to like have these long conversations with people. Like I just like getting to know people, learning about your thought process, all that type of stuff, right? But sometimes that's not what they need. So, you know, I need to put myself in their shoes and be like, yeah, if somebody was just talking to me for a while and I was like ready to go, then like you just let them go, you know. But yeah, it's like it's all just one big journey. And we're all just trying to get through it together, right? We're all in this giant sure floating, floating rock. Uh, we're all in this uh, giant floating rock flying through space at uh, really crazy speeds when you look at like the actual like uh, – I don't know, like, like how fast is the earth actually spinning or whatever? Like for us, it feels like it's still, but it's really spinning through the air, right? And you're just like tripping out when you think about all this stuff. Um, now, now you're trying to empathize with the earth. <laughs> the earth might be dizzy, dude. Who knows? I know, seriously. Right? Spinning all those years, man. <laughs> having to, to give it a break. Having to deal with us shithead humans freaking destroying the, the resources, you know, chopping down trees, burning fuel. Earth is probably tired of our shit, man. We need to think about how the Earth feels for once. Yeah, see, if if, if we empathize more with uh, with planet Earth, uh, maybe we would chop down less trees, pollute pollute less, right? Do more for the environment. See, empathy empathy can be used in a lot of different. It's not even just human to human empathy, right? Like, if your dog's not feeling well, right? They have their tail down. They're being all sad, like. I'm, I'm i'm guessing most people aren't dogs so they don't know how their dog is feeling because <laughs> they've never felt that way but you can empathize with that right like even though you don't know how it feels for the dog you can go like hey my dog like is feeling sad like or like you know maybe isn't uh has an upset stomach or whatever it is maybe i should do something to help right and you you know give them i don't know some extra water like I don't know, pet them more or whatever it is to make them feel better, right? You do all these things. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you can empathize with your pet. You can empathize with, I don't know, I, that 
your computer. Maybe your computer has been running all day, doing all this shit for you, processing, you know, using all of its processing and memory. Maybe you give it a break sometimes. Maybe you restart it every now and then. People forget to do that. You know, just the same way you need some sleep, your computer needs some sleep too. And I don't mean like the sleep button. I mean, it needs to shut down and restart so it can feel better. Yeah, I mean, really, you could use, you know, empathy towards everything that you use in general, right? Like your clothes, instead of just throwing your clothes on the floor, just like throw it in the hamper where it goes or like put it away or hang it up, you know, like you could you could yeah. kind of get extreme with Do it. Do you ever think about the feelings of your clothing, how they feel being on the floor? I think about how you ever thought about that on my body sometimes how how they feel when they're dirty i don't right i don't throw my clothes on the floor and i do laundry every week like i just did laundry what are you talking about a shot no i'm just saying in general not not just you sorry i'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little i'm getting a little fighty here see i'm not having empathy that was that was a perfect example right when you're like why why do i why do i care so good good things to think about in general right like if you really um if you really had more empathy towards other people, even if it's like within your own country, continent, the world, um, I think you're just going to be better off because then it's almost like, um, you know, we'll use this example a lot where we're like, if somebody cuts you off, right? Well, like maybe they had to speed up and cut you off because like their family members in the hospital and they have to get to the hospital. Right. So instead of like letting them ruin your day, you're just like, I hope that that person has like, almost like the um, loving kindness meditation where you're like, I hope that that person has a good day still. Like they could be going through something that I can't see right now. And I hope that that's what it is. And if you frame it that way, you won't, you won't have road rage and get pissed off at them. <laughs> you won't be like fucking asshole cutting me off. You'll just be like, Hey, that, you know, that person's probably having a bad day. Like I hope that their day's better. Cause usually if you have to speed and cut people off, like something, something's wrong. Unless it's just like they have to, you know, get their food out of the oven or something before it burns. I don't know. But even then, like if you know, you don't want to eat burnt food either. So there you go. You know, you can be as much empathy as possible for people. And I agree. don't don't take on their problems. Like don't be like taking on the emotional load of their problems. That probably won't help your anxiety. But just know that like by you reaching out to somebody, it may make their day better. And then hopefully in the future they start to reach out to you. Right. If you just send somebody that text like, Hey, haven't talked to you in a while, how you doing? A lot of times people will be excited to talk to you if you're if you're friends or friendly or whatever, you know, um, and, you know, if they say, hey, I'm having a bad t- a bad day or like I'm going through a tough time, just I just usually ask like, well, how do you feel right now? What's going on? You know, let them talk. And a lot of times people will thank you at the end of it. Like, oh, thank you for actually listening to me. Most people don't want to talk about my problems. And I was like, well, you know, um, those problems sound pretty pretty annoying and if i was in your shoes i would be you know upset too so i'd want somebody to talk to so i'm gonna be here for you so yeah i've, I've reiterated that like six different ways six different times in this podcast yeah now you're just repeating yourself matt i you know i, I need to start analyzing our conversations I feel like the reason they go on so long is because you just keep repeating yourself in different ways and i just don't realize it and next thing i know You've said the same thing 20 different times in 20 different ways. Yeah, so the reason why empathy is really good is because... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough about empathy, Matt. 
We've had enough. We need to now empathize with our listeners and realize that they probably don't want to spend more than 30 minutes listening to our voices. And we need to end the show here. I agree. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate all of you, all of our listeners. Uh, We hope that you're enjoying the content. And uh, we hope to hear from you. So if you're enjoying it, make sure you, you know, give us a like, leave us a review, reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, email, whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat. Uh, And don't forget to show some empathy. Show up some empathy today. Think about it. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you guys uh, on Thursday.